Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Joining us today on Mobile Rolling, we've got Mark Ducks. Now, the Ducks family have been long synonymous with harness racing in Queensland. Just in recent times, they've um, played host to the Ray Green team while they've been here. Good morning, Mark. And, and what can you tell us with uh, having had Ray stay with you? Yeah, good morning, Darren. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, Ray had a little bit of luck and he enjoyed his stay and he's back in New Zealand again now, obviously, and uh, he's left a couple with us, uh, Tommy Lincoln and Captain Nemo, and hopefully they can keep going with the work that he he was doing with the other couple. Yeah, so you got Captain Nemo in today at Albion Park. Hasn't drawn very well out there in Gate 7. Um, he's obviously got a little bit of ability. What, um, has he got a few tricks, it seems? Yeah, look, it's, um, it's a tricky alley. There's no doubt about that. You know, seven alley's not good. But look, you know, he goes quite good. I'm more than happy with him. I think he'll run a good race. It's it'll come down a little bit of luck in the run. Yeah. Um, when he's he's left those couple of horses, you didn't uh, put your hand up to to leave copy that with you. <laughs> he thought about it, and then he thought he better not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, been good, just, but anyway. Like, what? Yeah, watching him in track work and that has he got all the hallmarks of a, of a really good horse? Obviously, he's put it on the he's put that out on the track, and we've seen how good he's been. And he, that win in the Sunshine Sprint, um, you know, is it is he a horse that just knows well, he's a good horse? Well, that's that's what he is. Um, he doesn't really do it at home. Um, you know, you've got to kind of make him do it if you want him to really run any time. But um, you know, he he leaves it all for race days. Yeah what those good ones tend to do. And the other one, um, Tommy Lincoln, we saw him on uh, Saturday night. He picked up a third for you. Um, in again this Saturday night? Yeah, he's going around again this Saturday night. Um, look, he went really good last week. You know, the, the sectionals were pretty pretty quick the last, you know, three quarters were actually really quick, you know, and I think he's he broke 55 his last half off the track. So, no, he, he, he raced really well and... Uh, you know, hopefully, um, if we can have a little bit of luck on Saturday night, uh, he won't be too far off. That's for sure. And any set plans with with these horses that raise left with you? Are you just going to run them through their grades, or sort of longer term plans with them? Uh, well, they're going to run through their grades, and um, eventually, um, I would think they could be American horses. So that's probably where their future will lie. Right. So that's sort of those two ones. I want to have a little bit of a talk about a horse you've got in at Redcliffe tomorrow night, making out. He's a he's a stable veteran and um, he's had 378 starts now and um, still got a bit of fire in the old legs. Yeah, where, look, he, what's he, a, he, sorry. Yeah, just sort of where does the future for him lay? He's sort of obviously getting up towards the end. Well, it is. Um, you know, retirement's just around the corner. Um, Look, he's done a great job. He's won races for everyone. He's been that sort of horse wherever he's been. Throughout his career, he's um, he's just performed, you know. But now that he's getting a little bit old and that and a bit of leg weary, you know, he's uh, he's definitely coming to an end. And, um, you know, I would think within the next three months, he, he'd probably be uh, retired, I would say. 
Yeah. Well, he, uh, a couple of starts back, he, he overtook one of your other former veterans, Hal Thomas, broke his record of most starts. Hal Thomas had 377 starts. Macanout's obviously gone past him. You've, you've probably placed Macanout well in that you haven't really had to put him in a claimer, and he's just been able to poke around in that grade. Yeah, well, you know, like he, he'll win one, and you know, then he won't win for a while, and then he'll take a few losses, and he'll drop a point or two, and he'll get back into the same class again, and and then he goes around them and earns a bit of money until he can win one, and then he go up a grade, and you know, he's up and down, up and down. You know, these old horses, that's virtually what they do these days. You know, they, they win a race and then they get a few losses and a few placings and by the time they get back down to the same grade that they won, well, they can probably win it again. But, um, you know, his problem is he's just getting a little bit old now and, um, yeah, as I said, I, I, I would envisage in the next three months that, um, you know, he'll find a good home and be retired. Yeah. So tomorrow night at Redcliffe, he draws inside or two out on the second line. Um, probably looks a race where he could dart down to the fence and follow home and earn a bit more money again. Well, that's what it looks like. It looks like uh, one seven eight along the fence. So that's probably the way we'll play it. And um, yeah, he'll be finishing off okay. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get a nice little check. It's always a, always a good result if you can get something out of them. It certainly helps, that's for sure. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, haven't uh, haven't seemed to have had sort of too many young ones at the track yet. Is there any at home, sort of not too far away? Um, yeah, look, I've only had two this year, and um, one's one's been to the races, and he he raced quite good at his first start. Horse called Blue Bloods. Um, he's um, still out. We had to give him a bit of a break. He had a little bit of an incident there at one stage that we had to stop with him. So he's still a few months away, but uh, we've got another one there by uh, Always Be Mickey. It's a half-sister to Covert Beauty. So she's come along well, so she'll be looking at going to education for the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we've got our hopes on her and keep the fingers crossed and hope she can perform for us. Yeah, that's it. Fingers and toes crossed. And just one other runner there today of your two runners. You you must have upset someone, a pair of sevens. Key Largo (laughs) draws draws gate seven in in that race there. Um, Probably looks a chance where he could use his early speed, but uh, it's always a tough ask out there in seven. Yeah, the the gate's... It's it's tough, the gate, you know, seven early. But look, he's he's one-dimensional. You know, you... You can't drive him pretty. You've got to go forward. Uh, races best when in front. Um, in front or outside the leader, they're his best two spots. Um, so we'll be aiming up and going forward again as per normal. And, uh, look, we can only hope that we can cross him. It's probably not quite as quick as what's been inside in his last couple of runs. But, um, look, you never know. Yeah. Well, like you say, get out and, and see what happens or... Thanks for your time today, Mark. Really appreciate it. And good luck with those two runners tomorrow and, and good luck with making out tomorrow night and um, where his future lands. Great. Thanks very much, Darren. Yeah, Mark Ducks. The Ducks has went to the same high school as me, Darren, and I remember I was, I've mentioned it several times, the Sunset Candios. Wasn't he a sensational horse? So during the 80s, uh, if memory serves me correctly, I think he was placed in an inter-dominion heat, Sunset Candios. How are you? Yeah, Steve, that's right. He was uh, late 80s. Uh, they even took him across to New Zealand for the Inner Dominion over there, which was won by My Lightning Blue. And 
yeah, Michael Ducks drove Sunset Candios through most of his career, and yeah, he certainly was a good horse. And they've certainly had always had a good horse in their barn at some point. So um, uh, Tommy Lincoln, he's certainly a horse that's probably go through his grades for them as well. Mm. I know you've got a guest coming up in uh, in Greg Mitchell. Uh, we'll touch on our over and over our over and over in a minute. 64 wins from 203 starts. But just quickly, that Beignol uh, tweet that you put up, that is remarkable. How many runners did he have on Sunday night at Hobart? Beignol, stable? Yeah, he had 57. I had, wow. someone, con- I had someone contact me that he has had um, 58 previously, so not quite the record, but yeah, it was just one of those things that you come across. Obviously, he always has a lot of horses in and um, yeah, fills a, a lot of those fields up down in Tasmania, rightly or wrongly, whichever way you you know you look at it, it's still an amazing effort mm. to How have many that winners many did he horses. get? Uh, I think it was only one or two winners mm. in in amongst that. So um, it's a long day, and it's a, it's a lot of horses, and it's a lot of gear. A lot of gear, you're right. Gear. Would he have to borrow some gear? I, I don't know, but it'd be astronomical, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah, and and like I said, like. Uh, Tazzy, nice and cold. That's a lot of rugs too. Oh, absolutely. Greg Mitchell's with us now. Yeah, good morning, Greg, and um, welcome along. I just got you on this morning to talk about our over and over, and I'm sure um, there's been plenty of plenty of good times with him, but probably also a, a tinge of sadness to, to farewell him from the track on Saturday night. Hey, Darren, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head there. We've had uh, an absolutely... Uh, uh, magical ride with the horse and uh, obviously he's done more than we ever thought he could do but um, yeah on Saturday night it was um, really happy for him to go out a winner he really deserved that and then obviously yeah no we, we um, Sharon and I both uh, probably had a little tear in our eye uh, but nothing lasts forever. No and like you say you probably don't expect them to go on to that and especially you've bought him out of New Zealand as a, a one win horse at the time and, and to go on to do what he did it, it will never be repeated you can't envisage a horse winning that many races at one track it obviously won't be happening at Albion Park again he won his first sort of eight nine starts when you got him at what point did you go well, we might actually have a have a pretty good horse in our hands here. Um, I think after his third start, he um, he just had a little tendon problem, and 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 it wasn't serious. But uh, Grant really had a high opinion of the horse, and he's a really good judge, and he seemed to think if we gave him you know a good good six months off, that he'd come back a better horse, and you know, his judgment was spot on. So probably after his third start, um, as I said, Grant Grant had a really high opinion of him. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just the record he put together. And um, I guess one thing that always held him in good stead was his manners. He very rarely, if ever, made a mistake. Yeah, no, he was just a professional racehorse. Darren, um, it's the type of horse you, you wish they all were. Um, you could you could go to the track knowing that um, yeah you're not going to have any bad luck that he's going to bring upon himself and I'm sure the punters uh, backed him with confidence on those times that he'd step away as you said made very few mistakes and uh, yeah just a professional yeah and and I guess he obviously had an amazing constitution not only for the amount of wins that he's had but um, 28 wins where he's been handicapped 30 meters or greater eight wins off a 50 meter handicap. 
track records and, and he retires with um, records still hot held at Redcliffe and Albion Park. Um, how do you fill the void of him? Uh, you don't. Um, you just hope that um, we're, we're lucky enough to get one half as good as him. Um, as you said, those records speak for themselves. I think he's also been the only trotter that probably has trotted 55 twice and not one um, himself. Um, so he, he, he was good off the mobile. He was good off the stand. As I said, he was just a professional. And uh, all credit to him that he kept turning up every week off those big handicaps because, uh, you know, if he didn't have the, um, the heart that he had, it would have broken most of them. Yeah, for sure. And, and I guess another point to add on to that, quite often he'd be in race nine, race 10, late at night on a Saturday night. Like he's, the amount of times he'd have to just be hanging about waiting for his turn on the track. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'll, I'll tell you another little quirky fact that uh, we, we never spoke about much while he was racing, but um, he, he never really, outside when he was going through his early classes, which class just got him home, he never raced very well during the day. He, he was a nighttime horse. Um, if you look at his record, his day his daytime starts, um, and um, if you go through his DJA heats, um, yeah, no, he never really performed as well on the, during the day as he did at night time. A lot of humans are like that, aren't they? Yeah, we are, aren't like we? Like, I'm a dead-set morning person. I know Darren or yourself. With, I know a lot of people that, that, that don't wake up until about 3 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's just a quirky little thing that, um, yeah, whenever we had... Uh, we, we much prefer to race him at night time. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. He's been a great horse. Well, you've got one going around today. He's probably given you as many headaches as... Nova has given you good times, and that's Aladdin Sane. He's in race two today. He was, he was much, trotted much cleaner last start. How much frustration has this guy been giving you? Yeah, 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 a fair bit, um, and, and only because you know the motor's in there. You know, it's just his manners that are currently uh, letting him down, but uh, he's had the driver change in the last couple of starts. Trista's gone on, and, and, um, and she's been able to step him away cleanly, so... Um, uh, she's got the reins again today, so I, I think uh, we're pretty confident. And fingers crossed, he might like the day a bit more than Nova. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed for sure, for sure. Uh, well, really appreciate your time this morning, Greg, and again, congratulations to yourself and Sharon and to, to Grant and all the team out at the Dixon Stables. Absolutely amazing effort with our over and over, and um, I know I'll certainly miss going around, like you mentioned, uh, you know, being able to have a bet with confidence on him, knowing what he was going to do. So, um, yeah, no, look, I really appreciate it, Darren. I'd just like to um, obviously send a quick shout-out to Grant and Trista. They've done an amazing job with the horse um, to keep him sound the way they have and looked after him for this period of time. It's um, really good credit to those guys, and, and they love him as well. And obviously your kind words that you wrote in the um, HRA uh, and the Racing Queensland site were, were fantastic to read. We've been overwhelmed with... Um, the number of messages uh, from within the industry and interstate that we've received about the horse, we never realised how, how well he was loved by other people um, and uh, it's been really overwhelming. So, And obviously Chris is a great call Saturday night to send him out, so I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Greg. Uh, thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Yeah, Greg Mitchell talking about our over and over on mobile rolling. Racetrack Ralphie is going to hopefully find a winner for us, Darren. Yeah, good morning, Ralphie. Good to have you along. Now, you're, uh, we need a winner today at Albion Park. You've got 
10 races there to choose from, or nine races, I should say, where are we going to strike? Yeah, morning, Darren. Um, look, I was just thinking we may as well uh, replay last week's segment because we're going to double down again on Hemsworth. His, uh, his victory last week, oh, that was outstanding. He's the, he has the same date and the same race number today, and that, of course, is going to equal the same result. He dominated last week, and there's no reason he can't do it again. Uh, he looked very, very comfortable um, peeling off good closing splits. And uh, being the opening leg of the quaddy again, we'll stand him out again too. And uh, I'll tell you, the owners, well, they're over in the, uh, in the lockdown bubble at Broncos headquarters, but last week they all stopped uh, their gym she- session to cheer him on. And they'll go again with that this week. So let's go Hemsworth, race five, number seven. This is like a battle of the wits segment, isn't it, this morning? Because two great form analysts. Do you concur with his comments, Ralphie's <laughs> comments, Darren? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really good to see Hemsworth win last week. He'd been luckless up until uh, that point, his few starts since he's been here. But uh, Pete McMullen, he took luck out of it last week, straight to the front from gate seven. And I dare say it's going to be a case of the same... Uh, same situation so yeah Hemsworth he's certainly going to be hard to beat in that race yeah he's uh, everything points that way he's going to be short again but that's why we're going to stand him out in the quaddy yeah very good well, just the fingers one. crossed yeah Hemsworth is the one and uh, we'll go two weeks in a row back him straight up thanks Ralphie